This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mercy Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Thomas, and I'm here with another one of your hosts, Brooke Kiels. <laughs> like nodding, like know. say hey, no, say, say hi, hi. hi. <laughs> oh my goodness! As you may or may not know, that we're we're at the end of our series here called "How Do We Respond?" And really, this series is just meant to be a way to explore the church's response to topics that are oftentimes criticized, um, belittled, or can even be ignored. And we're actually not discussing the morality on this show, but rather asking ourselves, how can we be motivated to respond from a place of love? So we don't normally have like theme verses, but if we did, it would be, <laughs> we do <laughs> We do for this, for this series. There you go. First Peter four, eight. And this is the passion translation because it's awesome. Um, above all constantly echo God's intense love for one another for love will be a canopy over a multitude of sins. There you go. Uh, I'll never know how to follow up a Bible verse. I know. Like, yes. Boom. Drop the mic. (laughs) There you go. Um, So, with all that being said, our focus for the next two weeks will be on unplanned pregnancy. And we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, One of my favorite people. And I don't say that just because she has to work with me every day. Yeah. uh, But our director of adoptions, Chelsea Raybar. And so, Chelsea, will you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah. Um, At least in the adoptions world, we'll leave out the whole other half of her job, which is helping the rest of us get through life so (laughs) yeah so um i am mercy's director of adoptions and um we are a licensed child placing agency fun fact for everyone to know about mercy so um with that being said i conduct adoptions here when we have um, residents in the program who are pregnant and they're wanting to make an adoption plan i'm able to provide that service and the counseling and um we have adoptive families who work with us and so i you know equip them and get them ready for placing but also equipping um, our mamas to uh, to fulfill their plan for adoption and get them ready for delivery and get them ready for life after mercy being a birth mom. So that's just a little bit um, of my adoption world. And then I also uh, work with our pregnant residents making their decision, which I know we'll be talking about um, this morning. But basically I'm the pregnancy guru here. I love me some pregnancy. Yes. It's, it's like everything to me. So I'm just really excited to be here and chat about this with you guys. Hey girl. Yeah. So Sweet. as we said, we're so excited to have you. Um, and one thing you didn't mention is that we also have, you worked really hard on having the parenting videos. And yeah. so when, when someone chooses to parent, we have a bunch of resources for that as well. It's not just come to mercy and place your baby. That's that is not, a very good point. Yeah. There would definitely need to be more of me if we did do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, as the majority of our residents do make a parenting plans. And so we yeah, make sure we support them that way. Yeah. And getting them ready to be mamas. Yeah. For little ones. Well, That's right. And all the things that people don't think about even yeah. when it was planned. It's true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Great. yeah. So there we go. Um, and so one of the things that we're going to focus on for this episode, cause we're going to do a couple because there's lots of things and probably we could do a whole podcast just on this alone. Um, but it's going to be really the difference between having an agenda versus showing support for someone um, who comes to you for help with unplanned 
pregnancy. And so, um, you know, I'm going to have you speak to the difference, but I think what really this makes me think of having an agenda versus being supportive is I think just the passion that people have for Mm -hmm. babies. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, what I know Chelsea and I have seen, at least since I've been here with you at Mercy, has been people get so passionate about the baby Mm -hmm. and kind of leave out the the person that's having the baby, which I think happens in every I mean, like my parents don't ask about me anymore they call and say hey so is Liam there you <laughs> that's know right, that's right. so you know um, yeah and so I mean all joking aside but even more so when it's a situation that's not planned and people really want to come in and support and they almost don't know what that line is between mm-hmm. your agenda versus how do you actually support someone in this process so I don't know you want to speak to that difference a little bit too yeah so um I, th- I think ultimately it's a tough place to be at as a Christian when you have someone you care about or that you're close to, regardless of your relationship with them, when they're like, I have an unplanned pregnancy and I like don't know what to do when you're thinking about that other life. And mm-hmm. and then sometimes that kind of fogs your brain instead of thinking about what's what does this mean for her? Because, you know, for us, it's that's another life. That's another being. That's something the Lord created. And um, how sometimes when you think you're being supportive, but you're actually, again, pushing your agenda or your beliefs or your thoughts on that woman, it's actually not being supportive for her. Um, I think what's really important for all of us to be aware of is legally a young woman Again, depending on some states, um, she has three choices she can make. She can choose to parent her child. She can choose to make an adoption plan or she can have an abortion. And I think it's really tough as Christians to acknowledge that those are Mm-hmm. her options yeah. and wanting to support her and especially if it's unplanned whether it's a sexual assault or it was a one night stand or you know whatever it may be however pregnancy occurred however conception occurred if you will um, that you're still supporting her and kind of being in a place to listen to where, where she's at a little bit um, I think it's really it's really tough, and I've seen this a lot at Mercy, where you want to show Christ's love still to that young woman when she might be communicating to you, like she might be making a decision you might not agree with. Mm-hmm. Again, regardless of whatever three options they are. Um, but one of the things I've really leaned into in, in my time here at Mercy and, and dealing with crisis of uh, pregnancy, abortion calls, and just even with our pregnant residents making parenting or adoption plans, it's, you know, how can we be like the hands and feet of Jesus when someone is making a decision that I or, you know, that their mom or their boyfriend or their friend might not agree with Mm -hmm. and still being in a place where I'm still going to show Christ's love and Mm -hmm. I'm still going to love on you well and try not to push what I think you should do in those situations. Yeah, That's hard. That's hard. Can you also maybe speak to a little bit of, um, I don't know, let's get practical here like somebody comes to you and they say I'm going to have an abortion what you know of course like panic is the first thing that ensues in my mind like oh my gosh I have to stop them like right now like I can you know but that can probably or I'm sure at times it's had the opposite effect Mm -hmm. so what are some things that you have seen really I guess maybe work against uh, 
someone trying to help. They think they're helping and that actually serves to hurt. Yeah. um, You know, with all the things happening right now in our country, I feel like Brooke and I have dealt with a lot more crisis pregnancy and abortion calls lately, um, which is why I'm like, I'm so glad we're doing this podcast Um, because it's very much in that state. I'm fragile. I just found out whether I just took the own home test or my doctor just told me and I am in a state of shock and realizing ultimately when she's in that state of shock, it truly is a crisis pregnancy. Like Mm -hmm. she is on alert. She's got all her thoughts again, regardless of her education, her socioeconomic status, where she lives, support, how conception occurred, all that's going through her head and she just needs someone to listen. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the big things when I deal with crisis pregnancy calls is I'm just listening like where where are you at kind of what's going on um educating about all the options Mm -hmm. and not saying what I think that woman should do Mm -hmm. um even professionally as as a social worker like I you don't tell and Brooke you can speak into this too you don't tell someone you're counseling what they should do Mm -hmm. instead I give you resources education and you then make that decision yourself and just kind of being that that safe place where they can voice their thoughts their emotions I'm overwhelmed or I'm scared um and being safe for her to vocalize that and not say this is what you should do or Mm -hmm. things like that hey everybody Nancy Alcorn here founder and president of Mercy Multiplied I love every time I get to connect with you guys. I love sharing exciting news. And I want you to know the very end of 2018, we made the decision to advance our age range. It used to be 13 to 28, and now it's 13 to 32. And in the first two weeks alone, we have had 26 young women between the ages of 28 to 32 apply to our program. So I want you to know that in case you know someone who needs help, we would love for them to apply. You can check us out and apply online at mercymultiply.com. Yeah, and I mean, it is it is really hard. And Chelsea and I have had this many a conversation. I understand when people come and find out maybe somebody's, we'll talk about the most dramatic one potentially would be obviously, uh, you know, someone saying that they think they want to have an abortion or they're going to do this. They've made the appointment, whatever it is, you know, and we tend to have people just like you said, their first thing is panic because it's literally in their minds, the same thing as saying, I'm going to go kill my neighbor, Mm, right? We're talking about a human life and our belief system is that. So you're going to kill that thing. Right. Okay. That person. And so, but, but the deal is this is while that may be true. Mm. (laughs) Okay. The, the point is someone is in such a hurt and desperate place that us being heightened in that situation is automatically unsafe for them. Mm, wow, that's automatically good. unsafe. Yeah. And so if we can think about, okay, I feel this. I feel, So one, you know, like we talked about practical steps, just if that happens, right? So if you run across that or, you know, someone lets you know what's going on or, you know, whatever the situation may be, I really encourage everyone to immediately just stop Mm-hmm. and pray yeah. in their hearts um, as they're listening yeah. because you have no idea and how many times I know that Chelsea has talked to people and I've talked to people over the years that 
that isn't really what they wanted to exactly. do. It just mm-hmm. they they're so desperate, they're so yeah. scared, and at the, and theoretically that's the quick fix, sure. right? And so I think just letting them, and, and sometimes they still may do that thing, sure. But at the end of the day, you being good to someone and loving them well and being kind to them, right? Because mm-hmm. at, even though that might be the worst thing some of us can think of, mm-hmm. people did that because it made sense to them, mm-hmm. and we have to love them no matter what, yeah. right? And yeah. and and what Chelsea does so beautifully beautifully here at mercy is that when people call a lot of times too, the idea is that there will be no consequences to an abortion Mm. and what she does so well is she really educates them. So there are going to be consequences no matter what, right? There are consequences, not negative necessarily, but just consequences for your actions of parenting, sure. mm-hmm. for placing, and sure. for also having an abortion, right? This doesn't just go away. Sure. And so I think often you've been able to talk people through and go, I need you to consider that this thing doesn't go away. You mm-hmm. have now mm-hmm. been pregnant. You yeah. are now a mother. Yeah. You've now, right, like all of these yeah. things, um, or the same thing for placement or parenting, because we have yeah. some that are like, no, I'm going to parent. And we're like, could we talk about that a little bit more? You know, where are you living yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We yeah, need, you know, stability and mm-hmm. all yeah. of those things that, you know, and so, you know, I, I say that to, to lighten it up just a little bit, but the truth is like they mm-hmm. all have to be thought through yeah. and they cannot do it if we are pushing our own agenda mm-hmm. of what we believe that person should do at any level yeah. if that makes sense like yeah, we have good. to be able to just take a breath now go process that with someone else sure. who's a safe person but <laughs> right. don't process your fear and your terror and mm-hmm. getting heightened because sure. you're automatically unsafe and then they don't and then what yeah. you may be the only person they talk to about yeah. it right yeah. like they're not necessarily going to go to counseling there are some people they drag I think to us kicking and screaming <laughs> will you please talk to face. them yeah. you know yes. and, and you're so kind and you do it so mm-hmm. well yeah. um, and sometimes I get to be, <laughs> to be involved too <laughs> you know, but but they you may be the only person they talk to. And yeah. so this is also something that I talk about this a lot, but you need to know where you stand on these things. Mm-hmm, you good. need to know practice with basic things with other people of how to not push your agenda if you are an agenda pusher. Yeah. Because there are people like me out there and I know <laughs> I, you know you are. You know what I mean? Like you no, really it's a discipline mm-hmm. to not push that agenda. Yeah. Um and, and also to hide your desperation. Mm. Because and it, it all comes from a place of caring. Like right. I get it. I get why. Sure. You know, but we have to if we're gonna meet them where they're at, right? Mm-hmm. The Lord wasn't like hold up, let me say things to you to manipulate you into doing whatever. What he did was he was gracious and he put his love out there and he was supportive and he was kind and he had boundaries. Mm. Boundaries. Right. But he did all of that in a place of, but this is ultimately your choice, but let me Mm -hmm. create a safe space for you to actually even make that choice. choice. That's so good. Let me ask you guys this too, on that same note with those boundaries, say you have someone coming to you and you are not pushing your agenda, but maybe they are with somebody who is. So family Ooh, members, yes. boyfriend, you know. That never happens. That never, Ooh, and they're feeling that, great question. They're feeling yeah. that pressure. You know, like yeah. abortion, adoption. No, you're going to parent. Mm-hmm. How do you get them to a place to, to think, um, I guess, like from a healthy space, if that's even possible, because mm-hmm. they feel so much pressure to do one thing or the other? Right. I think the, the first thing that I, I would think about with that question is knowing to like the person that's reaching out to you and your relationship with them. So like example being when I'm at Mercy and I'm at my desk and I get a crisis pregnancy call, I have no personal connection to that individual who's calling me. It's basically a stranger. Um, And so it's a little easier for my boundaries and how I communicate things um, because my 
love or care for that person is different because I don't personally know you. And then it gets real foggy (laughs) when it's someone that you know, whether it's a sibling or it's one of your best friends, a family member, your daughter. um, And... And sometimes that's where like your love for that person and how much you care for them and your relationship with them, that's where I've seen it gets in the way of, again, the agenda versus the support, Mm -hmm. but also like, how do I, as the third person, if you will, coming into that, support that loved one who's really struggling. For example, like if it's a mom, like that's my grandchild and I really want to be a grandmama, Uh but she's wanting to make an adoption plan And she's struggling as the grandma, if you will. Mm -hmm. Then I have the young woman who's pregnant being like, but this is what I think is right. But I'm looking at my mom and she's crying and she's upset that she's not going to get to be the grandma she thought she Mm -hmm. was going to be. And uh, again, you can have that example with any three of the decisions and realizing, again, what is my role with that person that I'm talking to with the unplanned pregnancy? Because once you're aware of your own connection to them Mm -hmm. I think that drastically kind of impacts how I'm going to respond because again if I know them personally I'm already going to have blinders up it's already going to be foggy for me yeah um so I think that's kind of like the first thing I would think about with that question. I don't know if there's any more yeah. like Brooke you would want to throw in on that. Yeah, I mean I think the 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 family and personal relationship piece is definitely the one where it's going to be almost impossible to be objective, and so I I do get that. I think ideally if anybody has walked through that or you know will walk through a situation like that, there's a place to go. You know, let me go. You know, pray about it and and see how how do we support this person. And I think too, it gets really foggy when someone is like I want to support you but I don't think this is okay right Right? that's always the thing and and I think there is a difference it's really important to say like there is a difference between I will love you and I will support you but I don't think this is the right decision it's okay to share that right you're not enabling someone to do something you disagree with by continuing to love them we have somehow decided that if we're you know, rude and manipulative in some way, right? You know, that this is, well, at least I'm showing you I'm not okay with it. That being not okay with it does not mean you have to be mean about it or angry about it or any of those things. You know, a lot of times it is like, this breaks my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really would like for you to make a different decision, yeah. but I'm going to love you through it, Yeah. you know, yeah. in those ways. And so, um, and, and loving someone through doesn't mean, I'm going to enable you, mm-hmm. but it can mean, but I love you. I see you. I accept you. You know, yeah. we're going to support you and, and spiritually and emotionally or whatever that needs to look like. But the mm-hmm. other pieces, I think what we have seen is um, the strangers that mm-hmm. get involved. So, oh. so the Calvary that likes to come in and, tell, tell us and try and <laughs> try and rescue, <laughs> rescue the babies. And yeah. so, and I say that it's from, heavy. from it's a sense a heavy of, place. it's so hard because they're so passionate about mm-hmm. what do we have to do to help these kids? I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, we at mercy yeah. are so my favorite thing that Nancy says is I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit here and talk about a problem. Yeah. We're going to do something about We're it, which is that. why we offer what we offer. Yes. You know, the level that we have a licensed adoption agency that we cover everything from parenting to placing and do not pressure mm-hmm. That's do huge. not pressure yeah. we let the Lord work with them and what we do is we allow them if they come here they're able to go and be like so I, we hear what your mom has to say but what are you and the Lord deciding mm-hmm. and pushing them back to that because that's it is good. their decision and so you know that's kind of the thing like we don't want to say all of this and not offer 
something about it, but I have seen a lot of people who are just passionate about people not having abortions or maybe not, you know, placing or parenting or whatever they're sure. passionate about happening. Um, and so they come in cause they want to fix and they want to help. Sure. And there's not necessarily that pause of, I don't even have a relationship with this girl. Yeah, man, that, yeah. You know, like, yeah. and, and we've talked about, we talk about that at empower, which I've just decided I'm just, every episode is going to be me talking about empower. I love it. it needs um, to be, yes. everyone yeah. needs to do this. They Go. do. They really do. <laughs> Sign up everybody. And yes. so, but, but that piece of, of, we have to ask them like, what, what can I do to support you right now? Sure. What do you want from me? Sure. You know, I'm, I'm here. I will listen, but yep. what can I do? And most of the time it is, I, I don't, you know, I don't even know. I just need to say words out loud. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I can hear you say that. And then there's a place to go, Hey, why don't you sleep on it tonight? Mm-hmm. Nothing that has to happen in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's and good. we'll talk again tomorrow. Like there's always places for us to be calm and knowing kind of the right phrasing in like, it's going to be okay. Yes. You know what I mean? And then yes. you go pray about what is the Lord asking you to do in this yeah. situation? Cause it is different sometimes. Yeah. And you know, we have licenses to protect, like we can't go manipulate anybody into anything ever. Um, <laughs> and we wouldn't do that. But I think when it gets personal is when it gets really hard. tough. Yeah. Right. So those that I have known in my personal life versus yes. those professionally, That's you know, hard. yeah, That's it is so hard. hard. It is hard. But, but this situation, what we've, what we're dealing with, with unplanned pregnancy is such an amazing place to mm-hmm to bless we're not just talking about one people we're talking about two mm-hmm. and it really good. is a great that's opportunity good. to speak in and and shift things for somebody and allow them to feel love and allow them to know the lord and not feel shame in that place yeah. that he is not ashamed of them Ooh, he loves them yeah. you know yeah. and i think that's so cool because you in those moments can literally be breaking off generational patterns yeah. just by showing that the lord is here and he's going to love you yes. no matter how ugly it looks that's yeah. so good, so, that's I, so good. I think one of the things i i want to piggyback on on that with Brooke is with the the stranger piece of it um, and realizing and even to like with someone that you have a personal relationship with is a lot of times when she finds out she's pregnant and is having all these thoughts go through her mind realizing that sometimes she just she just wants to vent she's just verbally processing or how I like you know word vomit um (laughs) and and sometimes what I've seen with strangers and even too with loved ones she might make that statement well I'm in the middle of college and like I can't finish my degree and be I can't go to you know practice with a pregnancy belly like I can't do Mm -hmm. this I can't do that I have to have an abortion and like that's what I have to do and no 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 So when you're chatting with someone and they're like word vomiting, you know, they're just verbally processing all of the thoughts that are racing in their head in that moment. Again, regardless of if they're however old they are. Mm -hmm. That's why I like to remind everyone, whether they're 16 or they're 26 or they're in their 30s, they're going to have the same exact thoughts, Mm -hmm. regardless of their age, regardless of where they're from, their educational background and being that supportive person to um, just listen. And you don't have to accept their thoughts, those racing thoughts. Well, I have to do this. this is the only thing I need to do. And, I, the, you know, and just like Brooke said, okay, well, let's think about it for a second. Maybe go get you something to eat, go take a little nap, go take a shower. Let's come back and chat about this a little later and not accepting, well, she said she wants to have an abortion. So that's what she's going to do. She's yeah. just going to have an abortion when she just found out she's pregnant. She's got a lot going through her mind. <laughs> right. Yeah. She might not end up making that decision, but in that moment, where she's at in that crisis, if you will, Mm -hmm. that's what her brain is telling her. And a lot of times I've seen strangers jump on that when someone is in that fragile state and just word vomit that, well, that's what she's going to do and that we just have to do that. And, you know, 
So that what we do? Let her go take a shower and eat, and then we and then you go pray. Yeah, there's that's no need to be reactionary. I mean, I mean, that's what I mean. Every look, that's what we do. We get these calls, and we're calm, and we do the thing, and then we're like, all right, so we're gonna go pray now. When they get off the phone, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes. And so, yeah, that's really good. I'm really glad you brought that up. Um, and so, on that note, we hope mm-hmm. everybody found this episode really helpful. Um, we actually have Chelsea on with us next week, and so we're gonna dive kind of more into the practical piece um, and some more resources for you all and make sure that you are here for next week as we go deeper and I will always end this awkwardly and God bless everyone. I don't know. Do you just see you next week? See you next there week. There you go. Bye. <laughs> so bad. We're so glad you joined us today. We'd love for you to head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also find previous episodes there. Mercy Multiplied is a nonprofit organization completely funded by our donors. We're incredibly grateful and couldn't do what we do without them. If you want to find out more how you can partner with us financially, head over to mercymultiplied.com.